Welcome to episode 128 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I'm here with Brando right off the bat. And I'll tell you before we jump into three books tonight where you can find us on the intranets. And that would be on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. And if you follow us, we'll follow you whether you like it or not. Even if you complain, we're going to do it. We don't care. Also, we have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where usually we put the reviews out every Wednesday for most of the books, if we are allowed. Even though most people don't follow those rules anyway, we follow the rules. Yes. Uh, Brandon doesn't follow the rules. No, he hasn't done a review on that site in three months. No. Uh, I was saying to Eric, Eric's no like, Brandon's still doing those reviews. No, he is no, not. And no. I, I end up getting the list of reviews and your name. If it's ever on that list, I just send back the thing like, yeah, that's that's not happening. <laughs> Usually I'll grab them. If it, mm. There's some weird ones, though, that end up popping up like, yeah, here's Brandon doing X-Men Forum. And no, no, he's, he's definitely not anyway. doing that. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing that, really. Uh, we also have a Patreon account where you can go to support us for this show. And if you also listen to the DC show, you can support us for that as well but also get a lot of other shows including a patreon spotlight that comes each week that is picked by the bad butts of the fresh start crew beep boop and this past week they picked hawkeye freefall number one and thor number one pretty much the two big books so if you wanted to listen to those you can go over to the patreon and listen this coming up week it looks like the poll and the voting is underway and it looks like uh miles morales the end number one and star number one are winning. They're grabbing two of those number ones. It looks like those will those probably are. be on there. Well, <laughs> we'll see on Wednesday because that comes out every Wednesday night. And that will be a Patreon only, which Miles, is a good or, segue. Uh, Marvel's just doing a bunch of nonsense to make everything a number one lately. That's what it seems to be. We will see. We'll see if it's okay or whatnot because we're going to go a segue here because we. I said we have three books. It's going to be Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 14, Tarot number one, and Daredevil number six. Team, we're going to start with Miles Morales, Spider-Man number fourteen, and we we caught up with with Miles so that we could yeah. do it on the deal. And and I actually like this book, and I actually like this issue enough. It's kind of a setup I like, issue. Yeah, I like this book a lot. I, the last two issues have been, I think, the most down issues in the series. Yeah, kind of I still so far. like this issue. I like this issue as it sets up a bunch of things. It's just we knew something in this issue was going to happen. Just seems like an odd turn of events by the end. But I will tell you, it's written by Saladin Ahmed. It is art by Ray Anthony Height during the cemetery scene. Z. Carlos in the Brooklyn Visions and Balin Ortega in the home. So there's three artists, though I didn't really get pulled out of the art, uh, you know, by the art in this. I actually thought the art was decent enough. There's a little spider ham there with with his new sister. But there's also colors by David Coriel and letters by V.C.'s Corey 
Pettit. A little while back, Miles' uncle Aaron traded future services for a superpowered suit. As the prowler, Aaron and Miles' dad, Jeff, saved Miles from the assessor. Then, just as Aaron was about to make good on the bargain for his suit by assassinating a minor mob boss, Spider-Man stopped him. Together, they fought their way to Aaron's tech hookup to beg for his life. Out of Miles' earshot, Aaron gave or got a reprieve, but only because he promised to serve the whim of ultimatum. You can bet that's coming back to haunt the Morales family someday soon, but maybe not today, and it's not today. We're not going to get much of Aaron or any of Aaron in this not issue. Not even much of Ultimatum, really, this no, issue. No, and, and the thing is, Ultimatum, you're still kind of, you know, waiting to see a lot with Ultimatum and things like that. But you get Ultimatum is there being this drug dealer type uh, manufacturing this goblin drug, also involved with a lot of other things behind the scenes. Uh, but you do start out with the new baby. We ended up ending last issue with that. And you end up having Miles just all happy to be a big brother to Bill. Billy Mariana Morales, and he's looking, and his mom comes in. It's like, did you wake up your sister? And he's like, no, no, she yeah. she was you just don't looking wake there. Up a sleeping baby, Miles. Yeah, no. And then Brandon's the right the there with us. I've done this behavior. five times. I have five. <laughs> I have five boys, so I know all about changing diapers. And I always could change the diaper. I just didn't like it. But yeah. it is true when you end up where, where especially. He's never had a, a baby around. His mom's like, here you go. You can change the diaper. He's like, really? I have to change the diaper? She's like, yep, you're going to have to change. He's like, oh, man, there's so much poop. And I'm telling you, that is true sometimes. Yes, it really is. Sometimes it is really, really bad. The one time my second oldest son, Zach, ended up pooping so much, it went out of the diaper, up his onesie, yeah, and the out back. the back. Yeah, now, the back the is, worst. is terrible. Oh, it's the worst. When McKenna was a baby, the first time we actually were like, all right, let's bring her out and go get a real meal, like venture out of the house type thing. She she crapped everywhere. Five seconds after we got to the restaurant. That happened in the movies with us once we (laughs) took him. And I know you shouldn't take a baby to the movies, but Zach, it was again, it was Zach. And he was very good. He never cried or anything like that, but boy, he pooped. And we had problems with that (laughs) at the movie. So Tanya had to run out with him. But you end up where everything seems pretty good for Miles. He goes off. He actually, in a kind of a, a, not force way, but out of nowhere, Hey, I got some more fluid from from Peter. Yeah, <laughs> you know that was a big I, I thing. Him and Ganky ran like at out. Points in this issue, I've really missed. Uh, I don't know an issue or two in between yeah, this. Even it's, though it's I have, it's just that I think that uh, Salonina Med's like, okay, you know, I want to have the Tired baby deal going. Him. I yeah, and let's just move on with it. He's got too much going on to sit there and worry. And I I hate the idea of a hero, especially a Spider Man. Not having the webbing yeah. and and just the idea of just ah eh, I went I had to I beg mean, I Peter was, I thought it was really only for them to kind of do the last scene um of, of that issue where they had to run through the rooftops yeah, you know it was yeah. kind of just an issue and maybe maybe it was but, and maybe then but you had Genki say I'm out I, yeah. I can't make any more so I guess maybe it was set up for that scene and now you just want to get back to it so he says you know it's a little embarrassing going and getting the web you know fluid but. Hey, things are pretty good. You end up having the neighborhood looks like they like him, which is going to turn sour soon because he gets freaked out. All of a sudden, But he goes and he says he's tracked Ultimatum and this goblin drug that Ultimatum's guys are doing. And he tracks him to a cemetery where they are making their deal. And he doesn't like that. He thinks that's a bit of some BS, right? He he thinks that that is a ridiculous. Disgraceful. Yes. Edit that out. Oh, my. I didn't curse, <laughs> Jess. But he, he ends up going there and he's waiting. He sees the deal going down and then he thinks, well, 
I could just jump out of Spider-Man, but maybe, maybe I'll pretend to be a ghost. With my invisibility, it's like, ooh, trespassers in the West. It's like the one guy, oh, no. Yeah, he's out. He's long gone. And that's the thing. They are the guys who were buying the stuff. But the actual sellers, the ultimatum guys. They don't fall for it. They know it. They know it's Spider-Man. They're like, oh, you jerks. It's Spider-Man. He just comes up. Hola. And he's like, I'm the last. Because you had already, he had already webbed the other two. There's three of these thugs. He had already webbed two. And you just end up. The one guy's like, no way. I'm out. I don't want to fight. They kind of just give up. And this is where I think that maybe we're heading for some sort of big crossover possibly later. Is that the end thing coming up? Well, like, I'm saying, I, I, I really have no idea what this Miles Morales is I'm just saying the with the whole about. idea. No, I, I don't think that's anything. I think that's just an aside deal. I, I actually don't know. I'm saying I think that we're going to have like maybe a thing with Daredevil and all this because the idea of Fisk running the city and all the cops being on the take, it, it has to give at some yeah. point. Yeah, and, yeah. and so they There's end too up much trap that, that goes on in a city the yeah. size for the cops Especially to just New ignore York. everything. Yeah. You know so you end up where they're like, hey, uh, because Miles it's says, I'm going to get the cops are going to send the cops after you you know you're going to have fun with them is that super cops or or is that the uh regular like fisk cops like none of the regular cops all right that's cool yeah. Like, that's cool, yeah, right? Blow it and off. he's like, I don't think that I like the sound of that. Like, you shouldn't be cool with this. We know what's going to go on. They're just going to be let yeah. out. So the, I wonder just there's a bunch of books now yeah, hitting where, especially this in Daredevil. Yeah, so all of these things going on where the police are looking the other way all around New York City. And it just seems like maybe this might come. And, and I wouldn't mind. I'd actually think that a, uh, you know, Miles, Peter, and a, a Matt Daredevil deal would be pretty cool. Like a crossover against Fisk and against the the police would be kind of, or, you know, the dirty cops or whatever. But he ends up going off because now he's got to get the school. And, and it really comes to a head, this issue again. It's been the whole time where he's always late. All this he misses stuff, yeah. class. He's tired. And he's trying to the get there. This is the problem. Yeah. And this is the problem, though. This issue they he is pretty much going to be put on probation and he has to go he might be suspended all that stuff going on because of his attendance and he even misses the beginning of this one class uh you know first period he's trying to get there and that one jerk who's always a jerk like yeah miles told me he wasn't going to be here and he doesn't care about (laughs) school like you're a liar Uh, but yeah they're like no no and he does get there runs in and she's the teacher's like you got to be here when the bell rings they all seem to like miles but they're they're getting fed up with him he's always late he's always having issues like this well he gets through that then he has to run off afterwards he runs in the ganky ways Genki hasn't been in this book that much. Yeah, it no. just kind of pops up. So I like this where he runs into Genki and, you know, they have hey, a high hug, five. Yeah. And then they have to get going, you know, hey, catch you after school. And then Miles, it is pretty, you know, rapid fire. Jumps Miles around then, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Then he has to go to Mr. Samita, who is his English teacher, who says, hey, good news. I think that you could be a writer. You have a lot of talent. I'm going to suggest a scholarship, a writing scholarship. And Miles is surprised. Like, I don't know if this is going to happen because, I mean, I'm kind of in trouble now. I have (laughs) to go meet Mr. Dutcher about academic probation. And you have, you know, Mr. Sumita, who's like a hippie. He's drinking some green drink. I hate those green drinks so much. I would like to think think that's ecto-cooler. 
That'd be pretty cool, but it's not. He even says <laughs> no, the one time I was green than ecto cooler. Oh, uh, well, here's the deal: the green drink that I had once it was like this crushed up grass and all oh, this Disgusting. nonsense. And when you would make it, first off, it would never in a million years dissolve fully, so it had like a Chunks scum on the top. Yeah. It, it pretty much looked like a pond and tasted like it, and it was not that clear. I'm not a pulp it guy to begin dark. with. You put grass pulp in something, I'm I'm going to uh, drink it. Oh it's my the God, thing is, game I over. don't. I do not eat a lot of vegetables, so I end yeah, up no, always either. having. I'm a to potato guy. Things, That's so. about my vegetable. Yeah. Level. <laughs> well, now I actually, just as an aside, I did start the whole thirty diet uh, that Aaron started, and then I got mad. I'm like, how dare he start it and me not be on it again? Because I was on it before. So me and my kids are doing that, and yeah, it's going to be problems. I get very grumpy on that diet. Yeah, but it's a gross we, diet. Oh, it is, but not as gross as dr- drinking green drink. That I did have times when I did that, but you. You end up then where you do have miles like I I can't do this. I'm going to be on academic probation. And besides, you know, my journal. Oh, no. And that's the big thing. We've been yelling about this journal since issue one. It was basically waiting for it to happen. It was. Now, the thing is, by the end, to see how it it might not be okay. Where he loses it. Yeah, well, he, if he, he seems even lost to, it there. Now, I don't know. I think that this was kind of a, a thing where he grabbed it, too, because, you know, to reveal it, Mr. Dutcher is the one who has it. There is a, a little side from before that we'll talk about when we get that. But he is freaking out trying to find this journal. Yeah, running he says even though it might be back at the, you know, the graveyard that yeah. I was fighting those guys. And that's where you end up having him go past this kid. Hey there, you're my favorite. To- oh, man. <laughs> he, he just did. This is yeah. He gives them almost, I mean, legitimately, I know that the, the young kids nowadays, they don't really say talk to the hand, right? But that's what he does. He ends up putting up the hand Duh. and you're like, yeah, I yeah, can't this talk This kid to goes you. running to his mom complaining Miles yeah. is a oh, bum. Oh, yeah. She's like, come on inside. It's about to rain. Spider-Man is mean. It's like the start of... The, the neighborhood getting down on Spider-Man. Yep. Now, uh, he does this go is, to the graveyard. This is when they caught Justin Bieber peeing in that mop bucket of that yeah. place he was running yeah, out Yeah, really. <laughs> I think that place, I think it might have been the, the Great Wall of China. Uh, and also, <laughs> also when he was driving around in that reflected car yeah. that oh, you look that at, you're going to crash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like he was like the silver surfer on wheels. He was then. Uh, but you end up where... Miles then goes off to – he goes back to this graveyard. Now, he's very careful before. He's like, this is bull crap. You shouldn't deal drugs in the graveyard, but let's try to keep this. Well, here you get that green goblin that has been there before, and he ends up attacking Miles. And it's one of those where you get the spidey sense, but I, I actually like the play here where Miles is fighting him. It's like – I don't know what's going on with you. Where are you from? Why do you feel like a bad memory? Because every time I fight you, my head hurts. So we have all that stuff with Ultimatum and this going down. Yeah, uh, it, it's like obviously possibly the connection to them in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. I think that's that's why his head hurts. That he, he it's like almost like a thing that's connected to. Yeah, because this is the you know, Ultimate the, Universe the ultimate Green deal. Goblin. Yep. So he has come back, and this is why I believe you know his head hurts because there's something going on that it's not connecting with his brain, how it's wired now, but he, he's there fighting this green gamma actually ends up blasting him a couple times. And it's not exactly 
a hard fight. I mean, he no. kind of gets hit a couple times, so, but it's kind of ends so I am pretty so, quick. I hate the Screen Goblin so much. Like towards the end of Bendis's run, he was in it so much, and every time he came around, all Miles ever did to him was just venom blast him, Give and him that the was the end of it. And see, you say that though, and that's pretty cool. Like he remembers that, but doesn't remember that. So he just does that, and it does end up knocking him out. The police come again. He can't stick around. He's got to get going because he has this probation meeting that he can't be late for. So the police even come and like, hey there, Spider-Man, my boss. Oh, well, because he just went off like a jerk. And everybody's like, what a jerk. He does run funny. He gets to the probation meeting with Mr. Dutcher, who we've had before. And especially in that, I believe it was like, Issue five or six, when you had that Ferris Bueller deal. But I'm saying we had that one big one. And the big part of that, because he ends up. Could have been my one shot of the year. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty good. (laughs) I mean, this could be your one shot of the year. So you end up having Miles, and he's changing as he's going to get there. And you end up having, you know, oh, Mr. Morales, it's nice that you ended up coming to your review of academic attendance and you're getting late here and all this. and, And now I know why. And he has the journal. Now, the thing is, he's a super fan of Miles. He, if you remember, that's how that issue when it was the deal. Spider Man. He's a, but he's that Spider Man. It seems like he's Miles Spider Man fan. I, I just wanted to say Miles, so you know, it didn't seem to be Peter Parker. It did seem to be this. My, you know, Miles' yeah, version of Spider-Man, Spidey. that he was a super fan. So we'll see how this is. And I do believe this ending is a dupe, and he's just going to say, gonna hey, start you're covering living in your fantasy him. world? No, I, yeah, I just think that he's going to think it's not real. It. Yeah. No, I don't think he's going to believe it. I think that it is kind of a, a dupe to go to the next issue with, like, you better, or if anything, Oh man, you're a you're a fan of Spider Man too. Like so am I. I have my journal, and I'm telling you, he's going to pull out a journal of his fan fiction. Working on I comics. love him too. So he's we'll like, see. Oh, I've or, been working on panels. You got the script here. Let's put it. Yeah, together. Yeah, really. Let's go. We can do this. I think it'd be a hit. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's what it might be. I, I do think, and and maybe it's one of those like when he says. Uh, you know, I know why you're always late. I think he's going to say, oh, yeah, you're, you know, going around writing in your journal, your head in the clouds, thinking you're Spider-Man, things like that. But if he does know and becomes a guy who's there watching his Covering back, for him. I, I won't mind it. I won't mind it at all. I, think I actually will think that is pretty cool. Less well, cliche thing the, the to thing do, thing that'll, that'll be good for And I I say this a lot, like there's Miles going to school. It's the same as a superhero having a job and whatever. It always ends up not going well. They're superheroes. So you almost need an out, somebody to cover for you. Villains don't work in a schedule. You don't have to just have every three issues them being in trouble because they are always in trouble. Because they're always late. They're always not there. They're always showing up beat up. They're tired. You know, you'd, you'd have the classic uh, over on the Patreon doing the original Clone Saga deal. Peter goes to college every single day and falls asleep. Uh, Professor Warren, every he's got to mm. wake him up every I single day. I did that, day. too, and I wasn't uh, necessarily Spider-Man. But, no, uh, <laughs> you were not. Unnecessarily, you weren't Spider-Man. You, you were just drunk and brand. But, uh, yeah, so you end there where the journal looks like it might be you know bite him in the butt uh though 
I, I don't think it will fully. I think that I, I do hope that it is a way to get him on board to be somebody who'll cover for him. Like he's a super fan. He wants to do that. Oh, Miles but even if he says, he'll be right back. Even if he says like, oh, you're hitting the clouds or whatever, you know, stop writing your nonsense. And then Miles says, well, I'm getting a scholarship for writing on it, you know, where, however it will go. But I like the I thought the art was good throughout, even with the changes of, of art with three artists. I thought the art was pretty good. It is a setup issue. You have a lot going on ultimatums out there. The big thing is Aaron Prowler, his uncle Aaron, that we get nothing from, even says, I haven't heard from him in a while. And you have that. You have the new uh, baby sister, all that stuff. But at one point, he is freaking out. And I, I think that what they were trying to play at, and Saladina Med's playing at us, the journal disappears right when his family is the most vulnerable. They have a little baby, everybody. Yeah. So you're like, oh, no, if it falls in the wrong hands. And I don't think it necessarily has, uh, you know, with Mr. Dutcher, since he is a huge Spider-Man fan. So we'll see. We shall see. Or maybe he reveals himself to be a real POS and, and sells it or something. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm still going to give it an eight. I really like this series. Uh, when it's really on, I'm in the nines, this sort of issue. I know I could go down to like a seven, five, but I'm going to be positive because I do like Miles. I like the book. I like when he gives Genki a hug. I like kind of all that stuff. Uh, so I'm an eight. What would you give it? I'm going to give it a seven, three. I mean, I, I like uh, the story enough, but I feel the pacing was kind of throwing me You're in and out of us. what was going on here a little bit, uh, making me. Yeah. I don't know, not necessarily Duh. misremember things, but uh, I just found it all moving a little too quick. And then the goblin thrown in there and he's dealt with fast. And I don't know, yeah. everything just felt like it was real quick. It's like weird. We're I think the goblin on was only thing. there to wreck some gravestones that you get mad. It's, you know, they moved the gravestones. They didn't move the bodies, uh, Brandon, if yeah. you get that. But <laughs> I, it was just there, I think, though to have the, him kind of diss the police a little by going away too quick. But really, that one didn't get me. As much, you know, you're there and you're fighting a Green Goblin, and then the police show up and you're like, okay, you can take care of this. I really have to go. He is Spider-Man. He's yep. going to have to go around. The kid, he's just a little kid, so he gets upset and things like that. I remember back in the day, I went somewhere where I almost got to meet, uh, it was Hulk Hogan. And he was a jerk and I was upset and he was my hero. So there you go. And then I realized he was a POS, <laughs> not a very good guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I like the kid, but the police is kind of goofy. And yeah. I wonder what, like my, it's weird for a police officer, my boss said that he wanted to talk to you. That seemed like an odd way to spell it out. Yeah, and but. The, the ultimatum too, like just a villain, the ultimatum. It, yeah. I don't know his his motivations and everything are, are just very murky for me yeah, right he's now. Yeah, kind of just hanging around. Yeah, too, I, I just don't this. know what they're doing, and and, and really, especially since other uh, than the trailer, you know, Uncle Aaron is working with him now or working for him, kind of under his thumb. So we're gonna have to see how that plays out. And it seems like maybe that's something that he wants to get some things out of the way before we get to that big story. But yeah, it is dragging a little. I'd like to see. You know, ultimatum pretty much face off and get what's going on, get him out and get something new. But you know, I still like it. I still like the issue. I still, and in fact, I ended up typing up a letter because at the end they have a, you know, cry for Need the letters. letters page. So I'm like, all right, here you go. They are not printing Time my letter. To shine. I'm not a very, I'm not a very good guy writing the letters to comics. I never know. And I try to play the game. But I really don't know how to play the game. Yeah. So I, I'm like, hey there, guys, what's going on?
going on with the miles? See, they they don't go with mine. I'm like, I really like what you got there cooking, buddy. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll be in. And, and then I signed up Brandon. Is what I did, yeah, and just not? to assure that it won't be on. And they're like, this guy's drunk. What's yeah, going they on do, with They him? do a, a history search of me, and they're, they're oh, say, yeah. oh, no. They're like, Brandon, no, he's not in. He doesn't like Brian Michael Bendis. And they're like, wait a minute, Brian Michael Bendis doesn't work for us. He's in now. <laughs> You're in there. We're in with the letters. But well, I think we're gonna he move started on. the hate club. He might have. Yes, I think that <laughs> is. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next book. All right, and the next book is tarot number one i i bet you didn't know this was coming out brandon no, you're not up on the new releases no, i didn't think not. you would i actually thought this might have had a chance for some reason to get picked as the patreon spotlight not realizing that there was both the new hawkeye and thor books that they ended up grabbing so this one kind of came in third but a distant third but it is tarot number one avengers defenders tarot number one written by alan davis art by paul renaud and i really like the art in this i don't know about you but i i did dig the art colors by paul mounts letters by vcs clayton cowles since it's a number one there is not a recap page but there is a solicit and here it is an all-new epic adventure teaming the classics earth's mightiest heroes with marvel's premier non-team by alan davis and paul Renaud. A strange and impossible lost memory from his days in World War II draws Namor to submar- the Submariner to his one-time compatriot, Captain America. But the two heroes and their respected allies find themselves pulled in a labyrinth of pain, destruction, and madness, courtesy of the infernal Icker of Ishlog. Ishlog, Brandon, come go. on. Yeah. Get fired up. Are you fired up I'm, about I'm this? I'm excited. Yeah. Here's the thing. I tell. had a lot of people talk to me about this issue. Really? And one of the main <laughs> things, yes, uh, at least one, <laughs> there were actually two or three, actually said, have you read this yet? I said, I have not. And then they said, well, I, I ended up reading like half and I stopped reading because I don't know what this Alan Davis is doing, but he writes the worst cap or he doesn't know the dialogue. I didn't like of the each dialogue character. at all. In this the book, thing is though, they're being controlled. That's why they're being controlled. This whole issue. When you go to the Avengers with cap and, you know, Scarlet witch and all of them, they're fully in control or being controlled by Diablo so that the dialogue is off because of that. When you end up having, you know, Iron Man say, all right, we got vision. Let's you know, lobotomize this robot. He's just a robot. It's because he's being controlled. That's not, you know, Tony Stark saying it on his own. It's a point of the deal, though. You have to get to the end. You have to make the connection. And I talked to a lot of people that didn't make the connection. So they thought, man, this is a terrible Tony, or this isn't like Cap, or this Scarlet Witch is terrible. And the thing is, I think that's a bad play for a first issue because you're you're getting people to get involved in this and you have a couple things that are really weird to start. Now, I will tell you the reason why I like it enough is we don't have the invaders anymore. And this is the closest we're going to get because we yeah, end see, up seeing I, I a think this flashback. This reminds me just too much the idea, the concept, uh, lost memory. It reminds me just oh, entirely yeah. too well, much of the That's how they seem to want to go with Namor. Now, the thing is, if we ended up, yeah, the invaders just ended, it would seem a little too on the nose. But if this book ended up being the, you know, these defenders that you start, but almost the invaders, but it's Namor, Valkyrie, Hulk, Doctor Strange and Silver Surfer. But even that's what you get to. But in this background deal, if you had Namor, Human Torch, 
and Cap fighting this guy, you know, Uber Fuhrer occult, the occult guy for Hitler in World War II with these golems. I was all for that. I thought that that was cool. I wanted to see more. But then what happens is as this fight's going on and they are fighting these golems that this, you know, occult is controlling through these runes, which ends up what Namor remembers later, though, you end up suddenly where Cap turns into <laughs> to Hulk. I don't know what's going on there. And it seems like things are melding in together in Namor's memory because he's trying to figure out, is this a real memory? Isn't it? Uh, not and even that as he's kind of pulling out of this memory where you do then get valkyrie and hulk with him and this is classic valkyrie he ends up almost as if he's dr strange for a second then he's not it's very odd there's a lot of things that don't make a full bit of sense here because they're in arizona and there's people being controlled by runes kind of like this you know, this occult back in World War II that he thinks he has a memory of, it is a little confusing. I do like the art, like I said. I know y- the y- whole the whole random connection felt very weird to me and just very forced. I don't I don't know. Yeah. They, it it felt very I just wish just we stayed back connected. in that World War II with crazy occult yeah. Hitler Nazis. That, that would be pretty cool. That was interesting part yeah. of the issue to me personally. When, when yeah, we got it was. into the modern day, I, it, I just it gets kinda... a little it gets and a then little we're not convoluted, even with, like modern continuity stuff with Silver Surfer, Silver, and, and Silver, and yeah, Broomhilda the Valkyrie. Yeah. That, that it's not in the continuity that we're going through now, and that that does throw it off a little in my mind. For if you're going to enjoy it and go forward with it, uh, but with that, you end up where this it's an extended scene where you're in Arizona. You have a lot of normal people that are being controlled here and they're being controlled. So you can't kill them. You can't end up just going in and it's Cyrus black. Who's controlling them using this icker and it gets a little, again, it's a little convoluted, but I think it lasts too long because this part is really only there. So that Dr. Strange can get this ichor, which then ends up he can't expel it because there's still some of it on Earth that's back at Avengers Mansion. That's all the scene is for us yeah. so that he gets this and he controls it in the Sidorak, well, you know. Hey, I have this little too, container. Everything moves very quick in this issue, but uh, at the same time feels very uh, yeah. elongated and played out a in a weird way. Yeah, and so you have this whole deal where these people are being controlled. You end up having this Defenders team go and start kind of beating up people a little. You end up even Hulk. I want to smash. And like, no, no, you can't smash. These people are innocent. They're being controlled. Hulk was the weirdest one to me. Yeah, and he's like, all right, I won't hurt them, whatever. While you end up having Cirrus Black and Doctor Strange going at each other. But again, Doctor Strange pretty much is there like, hey, you know, you're doing some stuff there, Cirrus, but... I can kind of do it better than you. I'm going to purge this icker from you and everybody else. But the thing is, you have to let it go easily. You have to let me do this or else it's going to come back at you and hurt you tenfold then. And and no, no, I'm not going to give it up. And then they just expel it from these people. And he passes out possibly dead. He just falls over. And then that's just to say Oh, man, I can't get rid of this awful evil that we don't know what it is, really, for them to say, okay, well, the other one is at the Avengers Mansion. Let's go through this portal and go through. And they step through the portal, and pretty much all the Avengers are fighting Vision. And Vision is going nuts trying to stop them. Now, in the end of this, 
Vision's the actual only one who's not being controlled. Why doesn't Vision at this point, maybe he doesn't see the defenders, but they are there. I wish that Vision would have seen them and said, Hey, these, they're, they're being controlled. I'm yeah. trying to stop Just because they're out, all, but instead you end up pretty much having the defenders come out and say, Hey, everybody else but Vision, what's going on? Why are you fighting Vision? Oh, he's insane. He's gone crazy. We have to stop him. And you do end up where I think that it's not played out as well as it should as well. Scarlet Witch is crying because she is trying to fight off being controlled where she's the one who then ends up just pretty much taking down Vision. You even see her where she's like, no, no, don't, don't. And yells no as she does it because she's being controlled by Diablo. They all are. All the Avengers are being controlled with this Icar piece that Diablo has. And I'm telling you, it's one of those issues. It's a number one and everything hinges on the cliffhanger page reveal to make everything else make sense. That's not how you play a number one. You need to get people involved. And a lot of people saying like, boy, you know, Iron Man was a real jerk. Why would he do that? It's because he's controlled, but they didn't even get that far. They quit. They're like, I'm not reading this because as you end up having the vision get taken down, you end up having all the Avengers separating the defenders. Hey, uh, you know, Dr. Strange, I'm Scarlet Witch. Hey there, why don't you come with me, big boy? And they go off to look at this icker. You end up having Cap say, hey, uh, you know, Neymar, you, you need something? Leia, let's go figure that out. You have Thor with a Hulk and you, you have these things and Iron Man goes off with Silver Surfer. So they separate them. But the thing is, each of them are going to act kind of like jerks except the weird one where I don't get that Thor is acting like a jerk except till the end where Valkyrie kind of looks at him like, hey, that's something your brother would do because all he does is trick Hulk into doing some work. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he's just, you know, Thor's a little lazy today. Yeah. He is doesn't Thor want to do the work. controlled at this point? But yeah, yeah, they're jerk? all being controlled. They, they, He end up where you end up with Diablo has the tarot cards. They're all being controlled. That's the thing. And at the end, he's going to control Doctor Strange so they can get the Icar. And it, it didn't play out well with Thor because he's just trying to trick Hulk into No, it's helping. kind of the Thor-Hulk rivalry anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't thing. mind it. But it, it's funny because it's just at that very end where Valkyrie looks and kind of looks like, huh, never before have I heard the Odin son admit frailty. Oh, you know, a ruse to trick the lumbering brute to useful labor. And then she's like, huh, a strategy more suited to thy brother, I think. And I'm like, that's how, it's getting close to Thor speak. I'm about to slap somebody. But <laughs> if that's supposed to be like, oh, my God, you, you have Thor not acting right. Now, again, I'm yelling about this. I didn't mind the issue as much because of going through it a couple of times and, you know, kind of getting the whole deal. Because you end up, like I said, all of the Avengers are acting weird, separating the defenders so that they can take them down. Because then you have, you know, Tony Stark. Who Iron Man who's there and has Vision's body. They ended up using Silver Surfer's surfboard to bring the body because he's so heavy. And they go in and he's like, yeah, can you help me? I'm just going to take his brain out. And you have Silver Surfer. What are you talking about? He's a teammate, isn't he? Ah, you know, he's he's just a robot. Who cares about the robots? And he's going to do that. And they're like, okay, that's weird. And then you go off where Namor has gone to cap about this vision, about Ubenfuhrer occult. And Cap doesn't remember it. There is a little bit of a grammar snafu because I think when he says the name is unfamiliar to you, that's supposed to be a question mark. It's supposed to be a question because he's like, 
totally. Likewise, a tran- you know, so yeah, I, I end up thinking that that was a little bit of a mistake. But, you know, they're going through all these things. You even have Red Skull up there, Baron Zemo. You have a bunch of classic villains that they're going through. But none called Uben Fuhrer a cult. Cap, you know, Cap doesn't remember this. You're getting all this where he's like, you know, this is weird. Cap just says, hey, just sit down, my friend. You can go through this. You know, go through it. You know, we have Wi-Fi, you know, free Wi-Fi. You can go there. Just don't go to so real crazy sites that will get in trouble. And so it leaves him there. And then you just end up where it's ending. And like you said, I think that this goes really quick. Like you said, with but yet you're not getting a ton of information where you end up with Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch walking through the mansion talking about this Icar, and you end up Scarlet Witch knows about it and saying, you know, it's made of the lifeblood of a thousand evil entities in the days when old God strode the earth. And Doctor, huh, I didn't know that you knew all about this. And it's like, nope, that's because she doesn't. I do. I'm Diablo and I'm controlling all of them with my tarot cards where he shows them there. And he's like, you know what the best is, is now I have still enough to control you. And he has the Dr. Strange card and he has that icker that Dr. Strange brought. So that's like the mother load of that. As that's going on, you see that cap made Namor sit down so he can bash him over the head. You end up having Hulk get hit with Thor's hammer wall. Thor's grabbing Broomhilda, Valkyrie. And then you have what I love is Iron Man just getting a giant plug and plugging in the Silver Surfer so he electrocutes. But yeah, they're all under the control of that. So it ends with Diablo like, ha ha, now of the world, everybody's down, I'll go. And I thought that again, to lead into this whole deal and go through a whole issue, to be confused about why everybody's acting weird. And you're going to think in a number one, this guy doesn't know these characters. This guy is playing like, boy, that Iron Man's a jerk. Why do I want this? And you may bail before you get to the end. And but they're all being controlled. So with that said, I'm actually going to give it a six five. I actually didn't mind it as much as a lot of other people, but I thought it wasn't well played with that little twist at the end. I did like the art. I thought the art was great throughout. And I really wish that we would have stayed in World War Two uh, with this, you know, Uben Fuhrer occult because that looked really cool. But uh, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a, a flat six. I, I, yeah. I like, and that's mostly for art. Like I really enjoyed the art in the issue. It, it reminded me a little of Brian Hitch, to be honest with you, on that crazy yeah. Batman's Grave book. Um, but other than that, I mean, I was just, I did not get into the story at all. I mean, I was very yeah. just bl- blase about it. So a lot of people didn't like it too much. So yeah, you're not I mean, the only I mean, one. I, I feel like it was a even though it feels like it was written before the invaders book by chip Zdarsky, yeah, it was, yeah. feels a little bit like a ripoff of that. And, and yeah, I, I, just I don't know. Wonder, I just had one know. done better before I read this one. And, and yeah. could use a break. I mean, I here's guess, the deal. I just, I kind of, you know, I don't mind it as much for just this throwaway kind of, out of continuity story because it is you you have some weird things going on that throw it out of continuity so maybe this was something laying around for a while and then this i don't know um but i i think i'm you know i'm in for another issue see how that plays out see if that's a little more straightforward see that if you know what it's going from you know the beginning of the next one where you do look like you have all the defenders just taken out by these controlled you know, Avengers. So who's left to do anything? I mean, we, the, all the characters, it seems that we know, except maybe vision who maybe comes back to, you know, online and goes, I don't know. We're going to have to see, but yeah, I'll give it a six, five. I'm, I'm going to be Mr. Positive. 
this podcast, but now we're going to go off to a book that is a book that I love. And if you uh, listen to our 2019 book of the year in our awards, you'll know that we did pick Daredevil. There's a little spoiler now that we go. And this is Daredevil number 16. There's a problem I have with this issue. And we're going to get right into it because... Uh, it's written by Chip Sadarsky, art by Jorge Fornes, uh, colors by Nolan Woodard, and all the way down there, VCs Clayton Cowles on letters. And it says Daredevil's aiming high. Matt Murdock and Electra paid a visit to the governor after learning he made the call to stop the police from entering Hell's Kitchen. Interrogating the governor provided the names of the people truly behind the decision, the Stromwin family. Meanwhile, Wilson Fisk had a face to face with the Stromwins at their campus, which turned into a brutal beatdown by armored thugs on their payroll, ending with Fisk being thrown out a window and that's where we're going to go into this and that i i know that a lot of people like jorge fornes on art i don't i just don't like his art i don't don't think that it and really i don't mind it as much when you had it you know over and over on tom king's batman only because there you go it's on batman but in a book that i'm used to an art style and i like the art style and and then this gets thrown in and a lot of times i don't like his character work and in this that comes to roost because i hate his kingpin a kingpin that's been pretty steady even with other artists and then i don't know this this looks like you know uncle fester who shows up <laughs> it here does look and, like and, uncle oh fester. it's the worst it's uncle fester and then you have you know izzy who is mad and when she goes in there uh and she i i didn't even know it was her even though it's she's the only old lady in the book but i'm like who oh okay that's that and i just his art to me does not play out action very well and motion it's more of this just like here's this it's a lot of narration stuff and that's where tom king usually uses him it's when you have a lot of narration then you do see like one panel of somebody kicking behind the motion in this is a little better i just don't like I, it's just a personal I thing yeah, i don't I, like the style at yeah, all yeah i don't like the style especially on this book some books it would probably fit a little better i i think that some people probably love it but again that's a taste thing you do start off though before the credits page in a deal and we said the last time we were worried or wondering like at the one point where matt said to foggy hey you're going off and i you know are you going to end up doing you know helping joe here and the thing is he ended up saying hey he knows that i'm daredevil he knows that i killed his brother use that information how you wish now we see that it's actually a little smarter than i thought because it's actually a lawyer thing that once matt tells him that he kind of has to kind of go with it because he does say to joe hey uh you know here you're going you know you're probably going to get out of this or at least you know less time because of unnecessary search everything that went down at the station but and he starts stuttering with it and he starts stammering because he really doesn't want to do it but he's like yeah you, yeah i i know that you kind of know who daredevil is and you could probably avoid jail time because he's up for murder and you have joe's like Yep, I know he is. He murdered my brother. So he knows fully. He knows the whole deal. And he could use that. It looks like he doesn't want to. He actually looks down when the whole murder. But that could be that it's his brother. So he's upset. So this is where Matt 
ended up telling Foggy, basically it's setting Matt up to be arrested because he knows it's Matt. It's going to be revealed if he goes through with that. They think Daredevil's dead, not Matt Murdock, right? Yeah, yeah. So Matt ends up being the idea of that's how he came back. He was, you know, Daredevil at that one point comes back and kills a guy and then disappears again. Well, now you could end up with a trial for murder for Matt Murdock. And Matt ends up because he wants to do the letter of the law where he tells Foggy, like, this this is info. You're going to have to use it. And they do. And it's, it's pretty bad. What could happen with this? But then you go and you have Matt there making some coffee for Electra. They, they have gotten busy. They get busy a couple times. And even yeah. at the end, you and I were like, even with Matt pretty having proud, doubts, huh? it doesn't stop him from getting busy again. He's no, just, no. And, he, do this while and she's here, right? with this whole deal where you get the narration through Matt, but also what what Electra's saying is that idea that they don't know, you know, certain people's minds have been wiped, that Matt Murdock is Daredevil, and he does keep hidden with her and all that, and she's wondering, okay, what's going on? Why the mask? Why don't you take off the mask? What is it? Scars? A wife? And then I didn't like the thing. He's like, yes, a wife, just not mine. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't say that. No, he thinks that, but head, it's still... Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know that Mindy, like Mindy came and slapped him and got the heck out of it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. 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 To me, it's not, especially with, if you're with the lecture, this is just, you know, another booty call at the least, but you know, a a woman that you like and things like that. It's, it just kind of was forced. Like he's not wearing a mask because he wants Mindy to not be, you know what I mean? It's more like, what are you hiding? Scars away? No, no. A secret identity. So stop poking, lady. But yeah, she's like, all right. And they're going with this. And by the end, you do see the lecturer knows that it's Matt. She ends up knowing and then writing it in the, I don't know why she writes it in the bathroom with the steam on the window. And she just wanted to do it. But you do seem to think at the end that that's the deal. Well, the whole thing here, she gets a, a message that old Kingpin He's been brought down by Stromwinds and he's in the hospital and Matt has to go off then and visit him. And he went to the wrong room because he went to Uncle Fester's room. That's all I can think because he looks awful. It doesn't <laughs> look like the, the kingpin that we're used to in this book. If he just this looks comic ridiculous. If books had a soundtrack, we would hear the, the double snaps as soon as Daredevil oh, yeah. walked into this yeah, room. It's just ridiculous. Either, either that or if you want to even go that he's, you know, whoo and he's going to run away and like, hey, where's Shemp? Where's where's Mo? Uh, it's just it does not look good, though. The scene I like, it's funny because it seems like Matt leaves without getting an answer. But then he said he did because he just goes and says, listen, who are you involved? Did the Stromwinds do this to you? And do you know that they're saying to keep everybody out, cops, all this? Are you involved in that chain of keeping the police out of Hell's Kitchen? And that's where you end up even where Kingpin at first like, oh, man, you know, I thought you were out, Daredevil. Jeez, you're back. And what's going on? And then he asks him these questions. And then you just have Kingpin just starts laughing. He just laughs because. He says, you know, that's what's going to kill you. You love that stupid yeah. Hell's Kitchen and you keep coming back for it. It's, it's going to be your downfall. Blocks. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're done. Uh, you know, and he's like, I thought I'd kill you eventually. No, no, Hell's Kitchen will. And he just starts laughing and Matt just dives out the window. I thought it was pretty funny. You're like, oh, well, I'm getting out of here. I'm like, he didn't even get any info. He says he did from his heartbeat, though. Uh, so, yeah, you end up going. Then you go off to Hell's Kitchen. That's where you have Izzy, 
there show up and she had made that deal with Hammerhead. I hate this Hammerhead. I, I really like the hammerhead that Looks we got like last Tracy couple issues. Yeah, it does. does a little anyway. Well, but. here's the thing. He always does. But here is the thing with me. There's certain panels here where he has too much curvature on this head. You end up at the one point, there's a profile, and I think his head curves too much. It doesn't have that flat top that I really like, that we really had stress the last time he showed up talking to Izzy. He just, he ends up looking like he's just come from the Sopranos, which he kind of does anyway, but without that, you know, head, flat head, it just threw me off a bit. But he has gone into Hell's Kitchen and just pretty much murdered a bunch of guys in a corner bar. And as he comes in, it's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, you know, I, I thought that there was Owl's guys here. We showed up and yeah, they weren't Owl's guys, but they still wanted to fight. So we killed him and she gets mad and tries to slap him. And I like, he's like, whoa, whoa, golden girl. <laughs> like, you know, hey there. And he, they say, you know, she's like, this isn't how we do things. And again, Izzy is like the good gangster. She likes that when they were back in the day, she ended up they, her family did the things the right way we protect yeah. the neighborhood you don't just beat up people they you know you don't destroy buildings you do and that's hammerhead doesn't care and he's like oh no we're gonna do it my way i'm gonna kill owsley for you like we said but then i'm taking over because i'm gonna be the kingpin everybody wants to be the kingpin except the kingpin uh because yeah he just walks out and now and says hell's kitchen's mine now and izzy's just like oh we're done we're in trouble there's gonna be a gang war and with all the you know the cops not allowed there it's kind of left open for them to do that and then you go off to matt who's sitting on a rooftop he's meditating listening to everybody talk from hell's kitchen and they're talking you know normal things he's not listening for you know a a drug dealer he's not listening for gun runners he's just listening to conversations and realizes that hell's kitchen probably will kill him but he does love hell's kitchen he loves the people who live there he wants to protect them it's very quick electra shows up and she's got you know a usb drive like hey we're gonna go and steal stuff from the Stromwinds. And then my favorite scene actually is the next one with Cole because Cole has gone back and forth at points. He's, you know, on probation, he's suspended all this, but he comes back in and basically throws away all those Spider-Man pictures and the maps and things. And then says, his goes partner the looks captain. even more like Connor McGregor here than before. Yeah, he does. He a uh, real piece of crap. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Do you hear me? Brain. He's you hear me to get right? off the clock. Yeah, he does. Start slugging dudes in bars. Yeah. He's just, Oh yeah. He's, He's ready. He's like, Hell's Kitchen? Hell's yeah. I'm going to go there. Basically, every video I saw of Conor McGregor, he ends up in a bar, he buys people drinks, and then somebody does something slightly different than he thinks and then just punches him or hits him over the head with a a bottle the one was like an old guy who was doing shots and he somehow thought that he did his shot i don't even know that guy he just gets all fired up uh but yeah conor mcgregor's like what are you doing he's like captain in i'm gonna go talk to her and he goes in and basically says listen i know you're a good cop they have you, you know, whatever they have. Do they have you blackmail, whatever? But you know bad cops came in here and, and attacked me. This was not an attack on the precinct. These were bad cops. They tried to kill me. Uh, I'm going to Hell's Kitchen, and I'm going to police it. You're not going to stop me because you're a good cop, and you know it should be done. And then when we're done with this nonsense, I'm going to 
you know, I'm going to transfer to internal affairs and I'm going to bring all of you guys down if anybody gets in my way. And I thought, you know what? He should be in internal affairs. He's the only one who's good there. I know that internal affairs is looked at as, oh, look at those stoolies. But he is the only good guy in this whole maybe maybe conor mcgregor here is he's okay he, he's, <laughs> he's kind of you know his team i guess right? yeah he's still kind of there with him but yeah you end up with the whole deal where i like cole and i want him so he's heading off to hell's kitchen there's just going to be a giant gang war that everybody's yeah, going to get gonna caught get in it's going to get real ugly so you're there now we go and you end up ending the issue pretty much you're getting towards it with electra and matt breaking into Sectotech, which is the Stromwind's big tech company that they have their big servers. They have a server farm there where you're going to go in and they have the USB. And what they are going to do is go in, break in, get some deals, transfer money all over the place, steal all this money. And it ends up being $3 billion. And that's crazy. But they end up doing this and it's okay. I mean, you end up going there where Electra's going to be doing this hacking where she's kind of has to do it. It doesn't play out as well because you end up going in and they break in. Electra says, Hey, they don't have guards. They have ninjas. Ninjas? Why didn't you tell me? I just did. And they're like, You're going to fight the ninjas while I hack. And then Matt's like listening and he hears the camera and says, Okay, I hear the camera. It's facing away. Let me see. Okay, each time you have 10 seconds, it'll come back. You have to duck and then go. That never really plays into no. anything except well, the first at the time. the very end, and, when they're showing yeah. pictures, I think, of Yeah, Electra, and then you see that they were caught. seen. Yeah, yeah, they were seen because it never comes to play as if she forgot or Matt wasn't there to yell. But he yeah, says, were, were they get being your inner careless? timing here. Is that what? Yeah, I don't know. They have, And there must have been cameras where they didn't realize because even Matt's on there. They have pictures of Matt and Electra, but they spell this out. And then it kind of gets pushed aside because then Matt ends up having to fight all these ninjas. And that's pretty much there to show. Yeah, Matt's, you know, he's back to being kicked butt and even talks, you know, oh, I'm not really ready for this, but maybe I am. Let's fight the ninjas and, you know, let's go. And he does a good job. He doesn't kill anybody. That's one of the big things that he's ending up. And these ninjas are part, they're called the drifting. You know, some are, some are trained by the hand and some are this. I don't, I don't see any, uh. Asian sports cars rolling yeah, around. Yeah, really. Here. I think they are. They're doing all the drifting. Well, they end up. I <laughs> I love when you have ninjas with motorcycle helmets on. I'm like, that's, that's a pretty favorite. cool look. But I don't know that it's really practical. But they come out. Where's your cycles? But yeah, they start fighting, and I don't know if it's one of those where because of the fight they end up being in wrong areas. Because when they do end up doing it, they end up where Matt just knocks out all of them. Electra just says run, but they don't. And then they're just sitting there. She's squatted over and he's standing there. They have to know that they're being, you know, looked at through these. But they end up where the Stromans know about this right away that they have been, you know, pretty much robbed. Uh, But they end up getting $3 billion robbed from them, which, again, you're going to show that the Stromans really are so rich. They don't even care about it. $3 billion. They don't care. And when the secretary comes, and I really thought somehow the secretary coming in or, uh, you know, the personal assistant, I I don't want to just say secretary, but when she comes in, you're going to die, I thought, because she's like the one bearing the bad news. Like, it'd be one of those. She's like, oh, yeah, I heard of that. Boom, you're dead. You better be more careful. But it's not her fault. But she even says, you know, should we look into this? Should we call the police? And we already know the strong ones. They don't like the police. No, around. So right away, like, yeah, I don't think we can call the police. Plus, 
all this money was distributed to charities. So if we go out and it's like, oh, the world's richest family takes money back from charities, that doesn't go well. So we'll go with it. And he is seems to be intrigued because of the idea it's not, you know, no money, you know, money's money. It's a reminder to tighten security. But he says, I'm more interested in who did this. And he does say it was they can't figure out how they got the money to different places. They just saw where it went. And that was supposed to be in his mind. It, they're meant to see it. So it's almost like a ha ha, look what we did, yeah, but they from, can't yeah. really track it. But yeah. he's looking through files that do, they have pictures look like Polaroids, uh, you know, they of do. Electra and, and Matt there. Matt's fighting the ninjas. Electra's doing the thing. So he's like, I want to no find out Polaroids of Electra and Matt though. No, no, these aren't like the, <laughs> in the hotel later, <laughs> which we go to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you end up where Matt's there. He's changing. He's got a wound. He's doing some things there with the mask on still. And Electra's coming out of the shower and like, hey, you know, what's going on? He's like, I feel better. I feel like a weight's lifted. I'm doing the, the, you know, the good work. I'm back. I ended up beating up ninjas. So I think that I am okay now. I'm ready to go. Uh, how about you? And she's like, oh, you know, I, I feel okay and whatever. And then you end up where he even says like, you're lying. I can tell when you lie. You're lying about something. You stole the money, didn't you? And she's like, well, Just I kept a, bill. a billion. I kept a billion Just of it. But to I get have... back on my and, feet, you and know? And she says, yeah, she's like, listen, I want Disney Plus and Netflix. I need the money. It's what I need. And you end up where he's mad. He's leaving, but she wants to do something. She says, I I got a big idea I want to do, but you're involved. But he he leaves. He slams the door. And she's like, I I think that you'll be involved anyway. And you see that she has written Matthew on the thing. Like I said, why did she write that? Was she going to go, hey, come on in here, guy? Oh, look, I just wrote a name. Does Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, so she she writes that. But yeah, so Electra knows that it's Matt. You end up having the very beginning where Matt uh, may be on trial for murder coming up. Also, they have stolen money from the Stromwinds, and we see that they they have so much money and control that they could have the world come down on you. And they do have pictures of Electra and Matt. You know, they they are covered. Their faces are covered, but they might be able to figure that out yeah. and you know you have they don't really just, switch up their superhero suits kingpin's still there in the hospital looking like uncle fester laughing it up you end yeah. up having uh hammerhead causing a lot of trouble in hell's kitchen that's going to end up in a full-out gang war while cole ends up saying he's going back to the kitchen there's a lot going on in this issue and that's why i really like this series i think that it's a great series because of the fact that you can have a million things going on in this book and chip sadarsky always gives you enough to feel satisfied of almost everything going on. Even that first page with Foggy where you end up where Joe says, yeah, I I know who Daredevil is and I know that he killed my brother. Uh, That's it's intriguing. That starts off and you're like, okay, Oh my. And then you go and each little bit is intriguing enough to go forward and be excited about. So I'm pretty excited about it. I, I actually still love though the art I thought, Brought my it did bring my score down. I've been in nines for this, whatever. I give it a straight eight, but I really do like it. It's also a lot of setup to something, and and we say it all the time. And what Chip Sadarsky seems to be doing is just upping the tension as you go, and more and more things coming down to until everything's going to just hit at once. And I I can't wait for it. So I'm going eight out of ten. How about you? I'm going to give it an eight too. I mean, this wasn't my favorite issue of the series, obviously no. because of the art and. 
I don't know. I, I felt the story a little like the Miles issue kind of jumped around a bit uh, without the typical yeah. focus we usually get from this series. But I don't know. It, it, a down issue of Daredevil is still a very good issue of a comic. Yeah, it's still know, one it, of the better issues of the week. It's still a, yeah. sto- a story I'm very invested in. And, and uh, you know, all this mob stuff kind of going around is, is still interesting to me. So. Yeah, um, you know, wasn't you my know, favorite I, I, issue of the week. My favorite issue yeah. uh, here is actually one you'll never read: a Star Wars that I talked oh, about yeah. on Friday. No, yeah, you'll never read that, that, but yeah, I like that. Uh, but <laughs> I yeah, still actually, got some reading to do. But yeah, this was I, probably the best of the bunch I've read so far. Yeah, to be honest I even with you. told you surprise. I liked Agents of Wakanda this oh, week, boy. and I, you know, and I'm usually I got to get over that Jim's um, hurdle. Jim. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm like, <laughs> oh my, what is going on? It's nice, Jim, but yeah, I even like that. I thought it was fun. So all the books that I have actually talked about by myself and with you, and even even for say, some people are giving us a little crap about Thor and, and the uh, whole the, uh, Hawkeye freefall, but even those weren't bad. I just wasn't as impressed as a lot of people for number ones. You liked them more than me. But overall, all the books that we talked about in both podcasts and the Patreon Spotlight, pretty good. I mean, this week was a decent enough week that there wasn't like that real big. But that's the only ones I've read. I haven't read any others. I'm going to read when we're done here a couple of the others that we don't talk about. But I thought that it was a pretty good week overall, except for the Bills and Eagles losing. That stunk. That was the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, at least your quarterback (sighs) made it to the end. He's a little wacky, but still, you know. He, Carson he, Wentz, that guy can't stay on the field. It just, it always, the playoffs goes, are his kryptonite, yeah, yeah, is they, what it is. He sure finally are. gets Josh his first Allen just playoff goes simple deal. jack about twice yeah, a game. He does. And you got to stop he, that. He from does. Happening. Well, that's the thing. You either stop it from happening or make it so that it's not a huge mistake. Yeah. And that's the problem. But yeah, yeah he's Carson fun to watch, can't, though. He's, Carson, yeah, I like him. Yeah, Carson Wentz, just, he just can't stay healthy for a playoff deal. So he gets hurt. At it wasn't his fault. But yeah, that was a cheap shot by Clown. County, it was, but it was still Josh it, Allen it, took the same exact shot yeah. in the Patriots game the first time we played this year, and it was the same thing that happened. We did nothing yeah. the rest of the game after yeah. that. And uh, it's one of those where I guess you have to, you can't yell at a guy for getting a concussion and going through the protocol or whatever. But if I'm, I, I know for a fact, I would not want to come out of the no, game when you go off, into that game. when you, they are watching you, you know, and when they, when you go off of the field and you start blinking your eyes and, and you, you're rubbing your head and you're moving your jaw, they are that yeah, right you're away. You're done. You're, you're done. done then. Yep. If, if you have already gotten a hit, because it didn't seem like they called for it right away, but when he ended up he sat on doing the bench all and that, he's like and rubbing then, his temples that's what I'm saying. and all that. When he yeah, got on the that. bench and started rubbing his jaw and his temples back you're done you're in you're going to be put in the tent and you're done mm-hmm. and uh yeah and he was done so there you go i not that i think that he did that on purpose i but, don't either you know it's more and of a reaction again, when you, you he may have cut, he may have stayed in he might have ran the wrong up. way or something but it's just a shame that it's a shame nick Foles wasn't on the bench still i think yeah. they would have won the game I too. but yeah it would have been crazy <laughs> that, again. that again yeah it would have been crazy it would have been so crazy but that's that. So I hope everybody enjoyed uh, this episode 128. I hope that you enjoyed your books this week. Uh, we will be going off. The next thing that me and Brandon record will be the Patreon spotlight that is on patreon.com slash weird science that you can go over and support us. Uh, and also then I'll be back on a Friday night and then me and you will be back a week from now to continue this whole deal. But thanks everybody and talk to you later.